Hey, welcome to the podcast M&A War Stories. You're joined by your hosts, Robert Heaton and Toby Tester. Each week, we walk through our experiences of M&A projects where we've been involved and we unpack the good, the bad, and the ugly. Our purpose is simply to leave you with valuable lessons that you can use in your M&A projects. And so let's not waste any more time and get this podcast underway. Hey, thank you for joining today's podcast. We've got a very special guest here today. We are joined by Ted Leverett, the business buyer advocate. And Ted is based in uh, Beach County, Florida. Is that correct, Ted? Yes, on Beach County, Florida. That sounds wonderful. Nice weather over there, I guess. And welcome to this podcast. Now, you've got a really interesting topic to talk about. In my technology days, when anybody said creative financing, that meant you were doing something slightly offhand in terms of putting suspicious numbers together to prove a business case or something to that effect. But but in your case, I think that's got a very positive connotation. And this is the company that you did some work with. They didn't have sufficient cash for a deposit on the deal to go through. Uh, and you use some creative financing to actually uh, provide a resolution that was beneficial to everybody concerned. Is, is that a good summary, Ted? Yeah, I represented the buyer and we wanted to buy the company, but didn't have the seller's requirement for a down payment. And so we, we right. came up with what we thought was a creative way to get it done. Terrific. Look, let me just stop talking and let you walk through the story because I think this is a terrific one and I think a lot of people listening will get some great thoughts and some great value out of this. So go on and tell your story. Okay. The key here is all the creative stuff happened after completion of the deal. And this was the buyer who really wanted to buy the company, but the seller would not accept the amount of the down payment. So we were willing to offer a price that the, that the seller was willing to accept. And we showed the seller what we were going to do. So what I'm about to tell you, we explained some of it to the seller. We did not hide the ball. And the owner wanted to be out of the business. He probably could have done this himself, but he didn't. So we, we closed the transaction so we could create some cash and increase the cash flow. And that enabled us to pay the deferred part of the down payment. And for people listening, I'm going to cite some numbers now. You don't have to take any notes for them. Just just get the big picture. If you want the details, you can find them on LinkedIn, in my article. I think the title is Acquisition Creative Financing After Gaining Control. So you can go to LinkedIn. There's the article. If you're not on LinkedIn, just email me from my website. I'll send you a PDF. The website is partneronqual.com. Okay, this company was a very old moving and storage business. It was making about $300,000 a year profit. And of course, the buyer didn't have the money for the down payment, but while we were analyzing the financials, we noticed this expense category. It was maintenance of vehicles. And boy, that really caught our attention. The company owned eight trucks and the average age of that fleet was nine years and most of these trucks had been fully depreciated so there was no write-off against income there were two mechanics working for this company and their job was to maintain and repair the trucks their payroll 
you know, their salaries, the benefits, the employment taxes, all that added up to about $160,000 per year. And then there was 3,000 square feet of the company's warehouse devoted to the repair shop for these trucks. And the rent on that space was about $30,000 per year. Then we saw $20,000 in spare parts that they had on hand. And why? Well, because when these trucks break down, there's really no time to go looking for parts because the customers demanded on-time delivery. But unfortunately, sometimes the trucks were not fixed in time. And so the company suffered late delivery penalties. And those costs ran about $10,000 a year. So here's how we structured the deal. First, we saw all that wasted cash flow. The $160,000 for the mechanic wages, the $30,000 for rent, the $20,000 in spare parts, and then nearly $10,000 per year for parts and subcontracted labor. That adds up to $220,000 that we wanted to do something with. You know, Ted, this has just triggered my thoughts. I did a story not too long ago on a very similar sort of issue. And, you know, one of the things I've observed across my business experience is people often can't see the wood for the trees. You know, they've got, they've got these mechanics, they've got a workshop, they never step back and question and say, is this the right thing to be doing right now? And when you stop and you ask them and you say, so how long have you been doing that? It's like, oh, we've done that forever. It's like for, for years. And they've never questioned whether that's the right strategy for the business in the current climate. So you've, you've identified a quarter of a million dollars, basically, of badly managed cash flow in the business what did you do about it? What, what actions did you take to rectify that? Well, the first thing we did is we sold all the trucks. <laughs> and we used the proceeds from the sale to hand the seller or the vendor the delayed down payment. So now our down payment was done. But when we sold the trucks, we didn't need the mechanics. So we laid them off. And then we returned the spare parts to the supplier. And we got just about $20,000 back on that. Then, because we didn't have to worry about delivery penalties, we saved another $10,000 because we didn't have to fix old trucks. And, and when we freed up 3,000 square feet of the wasted space where, where the mechanics were and, and all the parts were, we then changed it for, to a revenue-producing location. And that caused us to earn 20000 each year from customers where now they could store more of their goods on our site. I mean, after all, we were in the moving and storage business. So what, what, just, what happened is we increased the cash flow of the business $250,000 a year. And that's about $21,000 a month. Yeah. Now, let me just interject there for a minute, because I can imagine people listen to this sort of going, hey, hold on a second. This is a removals and storage business, and you just sold all the trucks, right? So you've just... You've just stop the business from able to operate. I'm guessing that there's another part to this story in terms of what you did as well. And this is the best part. We leased brand new trucks. And, it, and that lease came with a maintenance contract and the cost for 
those new trucks was $16,000 a month. So we, <laughs> subtra we subtract that $16,000 for those lease payments on the new trucks, brand new trucks, from the 21,000 cash flow that we created, we were $5,000 a month ahead. $60,000 extra every year. Imagine what that does on the multiple for the pricing this business for sale. 420,000 in seven years. The yep. buyer was delighted. He got more profit than he expected. The business was immediately more valuable. He could make, and he did, he could make larger installment payments or deferred payments to the seller and we paid off the business early. So it was a win-win deal. That is a great story. I, I love it. And when you start to add up those numbers, you know, $60,000 every year of surplus generated cash in the business is one hell of an achievement. And, and it's creative thinking from the point of view of looking at assets of the business and, and recognizing that there's other ways those assets can be used and leveraged. That's a, a, a brilliant story and I'm sure it's going to get everyone's attention. From your point of view, Ted, if we close off on this, what's the three, three takeaways that you would uh, recommend people think about? This company was making $300,000 a year net taxable profit before we got there. So yep. we were just lucky that this owner really wanted to be out who would let us do this because he should have done it all himself and we would have ended up paying several hundred thousand dollars more for the business. So here's some lessons that I think we learned. Uh, we didn't have to borrow any money. We didn't have to ask for permission. They could have done it themselves by spinning off this small part of the business. You know, it's called yep. a partial divestiture of a business unit. They could have done it. Yep. And, if the, and as I mentioned a moment ago, the owner could have done this himself and made a whole lot more money. He just did, he was done. And the other thing that we liked about it as buyers is the company was more simple to operate now. We didn't have to cope with all the repair mess and unreliable trucks. You know what, any of these kinds of deals are possible. If you understand creative financing, people who know how to do these deals, they do them every day. That's, that's cool. And, you know, from, from my point of view, it's reinforced the uh, view that I've long held that business owners, because they're, they're in the business every day. They walk in every morning and that's what it looks like. And there's the workshop over there and there's the office over here and, you know, they, they become clouded by what's around them. They don't see what other people will often see when they walk in. And uh, that's sometimes all it needs is a fresh pair of eyes. And a friend of mine calls this uh, hidden treasure. <clears throat> and that's exactly what that is. Ted, it has been a pleasure uh, talking to you this morning. I'm really grateful for your story. We'll put uh, your details up there. Do you mind if... Uh, People reach out to you if they want to after we publish this story. Oh, I hope they do. Find me on LinkedIn. I'm Ted Leverett. Or go to my website, partneroncall.com. Terrific, Ted. I, I really appreciate your time today. Enjoy your uh, evening, I think it is, in Florida now. And we shall call that a wrap and say bye for now. Excellent. Thank you.